Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning. No, it's, it's, it's actually a great morning. Great morning. It is time to skip the BS. It is time for Undisputed. It is time for you to hit us up at hashtag Undisputed Live. But mostly it's time for me to say, help, stop them Cowboys. How about winning our 12th straight game at home and yet another explosion at home. This one by the offense, 49 to 17 over the Giants. We will get to the Cowboys, fact or fiction, in just a moment. But first up, we give you a taste of what's coming up at 10 Eastern. With my man Richard Sherman, when we talk C.J. Stroud over Joe Burrow. Richard, what you got? Coleridge Bernard, C.J. Stroud, the fourth. The Rancho Cucamonga, California kid is playing like a top five quarterback in the National Football League, leading the league with 291 yards a game, second overall in yards, and he played one less game than Sam Howell. 15 touchdowns, only two interceptions. They got to get this kid his respect. Okay, I'm not sure I can top that, but we will try (laughs) right here, right now. Trust me. (laughs) Okay, first up, let's talk. My Cowboys, Michael Irvin's Cowboys with Michael and Keyshawn, 49 to 17 over the Giants. It's a division rival. I know that they have now beaten 12 for the last 13 times, beating them like drums. CD Lamb became the first NFL receiver ever to, go, ever to go 10 or more catches. 150 or more yards for three straight games. Nobody's ever done that before, even the guy sitting to my right, the number 88 for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak threw for 404 and four touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown. And then somebody, I don't know who this guy is. He's named Brandon Cooks. I, I didn't even know he was on the right. roster, but, but he caught nine for 173. I could go on and on, but I won't. Obviously, the Giants aren't the Eagles. Giants aren't the 49ers. Woo, did they never, ever bounce back yesterday? But Keyshawn, the question remains about the Cowboys. When we're talking about playoff threats, about actually winning the NFC and getting to the Super Bowl, are the Cowboys for real or are they frauds? No, Skip, they're for real. Mm-hmm. They're for real despite the, the lack of quality wins. Mm. See, I had to throw that one in there to slow you down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I got it. I but got it. They are for real. And if they continue to keep playing, you know, the the way that they're playing, no mistakes, and they keep spitting the ball out no matter who the opponent is, the way Dak has been doing things, he's slowly sliding himself into a conversation that about four other quarterbacks in the league is – People are having about right now, and you know what that conversation is. No, we don't. We need you to yeah. verbalize it. Yeah, we need so to validate we can, it. Right, right, and, and, and speak that, it out. That conversation 
is MVP. Uh -huh. He's slowly uh -huh. sliding. Don't, uh -huh. you don't even want him, Skip, uh -huh. but he's slowly uh -huh. sliding his name into that conversation, not only based on his okay. play, but also based on the record. You play who you play. I get it. That's all great. Can they continue this, though? Because the, the easy part of the schedule is, is getting ready to be over with. When they go to Carolina next week, it's going to get harder after that. Right? They Is start it? to play Washingtons and Philadelphia's. Right. Those games aren't going to be cakewalks to Bills in Miami and Detroit. Right. It's not going to be Seattle in there. It's not going to be a cakewalk. I think that, but what they are doing is they're taking care of business despite who the opponent is. Mm -hmm. In the past, the Dallas Cowboys would throw a stinker in there against these type of opponents. I am one to give them their due when, when it's ready to be given. But I'm not one that is delusional enough to just start saying, outlandish things like you and Michael. Mm. I want to make sure that they are doing the right things to stay afloat. When you look at the schedule and the teams that they've beaten, the Giants twice. I mean, come on, man, stop. They beat the Jets. We see what that was last night against the Raiders. The Patriots, we saw what that was over in Germany. The Chargers, we saw what that was yesterday. And then clearly the Rams. Take nothing away from that. The two teams that they lost to, that was heavy. The 49ers, we saw what they did in, in real reality when they got healthy coming back, going to Jacksonville and smacking them, Skip. And then, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles and then the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what that was all about. The Cowboys are on their way. But I want you to slow down. Mm. Don't get too crazy. Just mm. slow down. Mm. And, and, Key, you're doing a wonderful job of throwing things out talking about the final results of them without walking through all of them. You know, when you say, hey, you beat the Giants twice, yeah, no, 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 we beat the Giants twice by 72 points. You see, we beat them by 72, 72 points. 72 50-4-0 first half scores. There's a difference. There's a difference. And I know you will start this day talking about, well, this level of competition is competition. This is the NFL. This is the NFL. Everybody is good. And everybody, well, everybody out there, ah, oh, let's good. stop it, let's everybody's stop it. Not good. Everybody's good. Oh, Michael, there stop. is no bad. No, 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 let's stop. And, and, and all of you who try to snatch glory from Cowboys Nation story by dropping like things that. like, oh my God, it's like Alabama playing Chattanooga. No, it's not. No, it's not. We don't have any Chattanooga. We don't have any garbage teams in the no. National Football League. Let me tell you what's most important. And don't let people like Key them slide you by the reality of life. Everything gives us information. Why are we playing games every week? We're gathering information so we can try to see the amount of determination and motivation each team has to reach its ultimate destination. Mm. And what we're seeing right now, oh, we, we, watched it, we watched the Dallas Cowboys lose to Philadelphia. And we said, oh, that was a close game. But then you watch the Cowboys come out and play the Giants. And what do you see? You see added elements to a team that's growing. You see what, what Skip talked about, Brandon Cooks coming alive and making uh -huh. plays, going over well over 100 yards. You see we sprinkled some confidence dust right on Michael Gallup, and he showed up and started playing. Any reasonable man with a reasonable mind would reasonably say, wow, if you add those new elements that you saw for, uh, uh, this week to what we saw last week against Philadelphia, wow, 
the Cowboys have something. So asking the question, real or not for real, we already know real, and we're determining how real each week. And we saw an added real yesterday. That's how you look at these football games. Class is in session. Thank you, Michael Irvin. I didn't hear what I said, but okay. I'm just saying, class is in session. Okay, Keyshawn Johnson, back to you. I will divulge for our audience watching right now that I did spend almost all day Saturday with these two gentlemen making a commercial for this show that should air on Thanksgiving Day on the Big Fox Games. (laughs) During that long day, I had several talks with this man across from me, Keyshawn Johnson, and we talked about this game and that game, and we, we finally talked about the Cowboy game, and Keyshawn just threw out trying to jab me a little bit. Is there any way they lose to the Giants? What I'm doing, I'm giving you this. I'm giving you this. When you threw it out, I, I had to actually realistically deal oh. with the concept of mm. could we blow the game to the Giants? Because mm-hmm. we went to Arizona and lost to the Cardinals without mm. Kyler Murray, obviously, mm. with Josh Dobbs now making a name for himself up in Minnesota. But we oh, lost to Arizona. And we did go to San Francisco on a Sunday night, and we didn't just lose. We got annihilated and humiliated 42 to 10. I give you that. And then a week ago at Philadelphia, in the fourth quarter, we went up and down the field and up and down the field. We had 14 fourth quarter first downs to their zero, but we couldn't cash. We did get into the end zone one time. We missed on the two-point conversion because Dak looked like he could waltz into the end zone, and he stepped on the out-of-bounds line. He couldn't make that one play that got us over the hump into the national conversation of, "Uh uh-oh, here come the Dallas Cowboys. But here's the point. I'm going to echo what the Hall of Famer next to me just told you. It is hard to beat an NFL team as badly as we beat this NFL team when it was at full strength on opening night at its place, 40 to nothing, and then 49 to 17 yesterday. It's the most combined points margin over a division opponent in Cowboy history. Mm. We crushed them. We, We stepped on their souls yesterday for a second time. And we can do that at home because, as I mentioned as I opened the show, we have now won 12 straight games at home. And check this out. By an average margin over 12 games Mm. of 38 to 16, that's been the average score of those 12 games. Now, think about that. 38 to 16, that means we're averaging 38 points in those 12 wins. It's a lot of points. It's hard to do. It's called the National Football League. It's not college football. It's not high school football. We have the most firepower to me in the league. We are as explosive on both sides of the ball, yesterday offense, usually defense, as any team in the league. And when I look at our our depth of receiver, all of a sudden, Michael, some kid named Jalen Brooks that that Greg Olson was just raving about on the telecast, he said he saw him warming up, he had to go ask the PR guys, who is this guy? Jalen Brooks. About your size, but right. 6'2", 210, right. out of South Carolina. And Dak Prescott, he, he talks about him. He said he watched that kid. Now He's watching this kid. And, and you, we raved all week about Martavis Bryant on the practice squad, maybe being elevated by the end of the year. And then just when I thought Brandon Cooks was a complete no-show bust this year, like he just hit the wall, he just had gone over the edge into semi-retirement. Wait, he, he caught that many balls yesterday? That's impossible. He caught nine for 173? I saw firepower all over the place. 
because they have the, the nuclear capability to win any game. And they're about to win, to me, Four more games in a row because they're going to win at Carolina. They're going to beat Washington on Thanksgiving. It's just a gift. Okay, they're going to beat the following Thursday night Seattle at home. They're going to beat them. They're they're difficult. They're they're, they're, they're tricky. I I got it. But it's at, it's but in Dallas. If that Dallas. was in Seattle, I would be more Seattle. concerned. And then here comes Philly for the rematch. I sat right. here a week ago and I told you we are better than Philadelphia. They played better than we did because their quarterback made one more play than our quarterback, but he won't in Dallas. We, we will beat them convincingly in Dallas. That will get us to 10 and three. And all of a sudden, the Keyshawn Johnsons of the world are going to have to say, God, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Dallas is that team because they have that capability of being that team when that quarterback plays the way he played yesterday because I'm not sure he can play a lot better. He had the best QBR of the whole day in the right. NFL at 97, but 404 and four touchdowns. And C.D. Lamb, Michael, I, I mean, help me and, out and here. I'm glad you, Is he I'm not glad you, living up to 88? Man, and Skip, I, I'm, I was going there next, and I know Bishop always come in sometimes when we're in service. And the congregation, you know, the, the choir just sung a song. And he said, oh, yeah. yeah. He says, I didn't know that they were going to sing that song. And it's on the same thing that he preaches about. That's the Holy Spirit blessing the moment. Skip just brought me right to C.D. Lamb. That's just the Holy Spirit blessing this moment right here. That's you see true. what I'm saying? Because we didn't commune on that, but we're in the same place on that. Let's talk about what we're seeing. There were a couple of times, and in, in, in I watched Troy do a football game. And Troy would talk about, I don't understand why Dak is spending time reading his one-on-one. When it's one-on-one, you throw the ball to 88. Stop stop wasting any time thinking about it. Let's just throw the ball to 88. You mentioned he got three 10-plus catches, 150 yards a day. Three. He he had a fourth yesterday. Three in a row. Mm -hmm. That was his fourth. He was tied with me for three in a season. Mm-hmm. He just broke that record, too. I love when 88 breaks 88 records. You see what I'm saying? That just piles on top of the whole thing of the 88. That's what C.D. Lamb does. Now, he's the point man for this whole offense. This whole offense. It's not the running game. It's C.D. Lamb. I like that they even put him in the running game yesterday because all they're saying is I'm still going to put my ball the, the football in my guy's best in my best guy's hands some kind of way even when you double triple team him I'm going to pitch him some of these easy passes and easy plays to keep his head in the game like they do with Tyreek Hill he is that kind of talent he is not Tyreek Hill but he is that kind of talent that you got to keep him involved all over the place. Man, he has shown up, and he is showing out. And the combination of these two now are pushing both of them into the top ranks. You just mentioned it, Key. I need not speak on it. You did so eloquently about him pushing himself in the MVP race, Dak Prescott. We must also say C.D. Lamb is pushing himself up in the number one wide receiver race when you put together three straight games of 150 yards. That's what I'm saying, man. That's the point for this offense right there. 88 is showing up and showing up. I, I, I tried to give you and Skip some love I this just, morning and make sure that y'all understood yeah. mm-hmm. that this team was headed in the right you direction. You should have just given us an amen. Also, just at amen. At the same time, I also wanted you to rec- give recognition to the quarterback that Skip really hasn't been too fond of uh. in his <laughs> Dallas Cowboy career. No. But what I will not do 
is sit up here and allow you, Michael and Skip, <laughs> to confuse the people that is watching the show and listening that the Dallas Cowboys has, have arrived. And all of a sudden, right. their fifth receiver is showing up and their third receiver is showing up and they found a tight end. That's the Giants, man. Come on, man. Right. Now, now I got to kill your spirit. I don't care how many points you score. Yes, it is the National Football League. And, Michael, you said teams aren't bad in the National Football League. All good League. teams. All good teams. That's a damn lie. To some better than others. What do you mean? The Giants? Did you Giants. see that? Yeah. Did you see that? That they put out on the field? And, you know, I like to say things, and we even know yeah, you and I both know rosters from front to back. You- I mean, you can't even tell me who was in a secondary. You just can't. Mm. So don't, don't do me like that. Don't try to fool me. I understand it's a great day for Dallas no, 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 Cowboy no, 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 Nation. It's a great day. It's, it's a just great the Giants. Day. It's just the Giants. It's, it's the, the information Giants. that we receive. It's, it's the information you receive. I, I received some information, too, from the same team that oh, smacked your... Oh, God. God. What do you mean? I received information from the San Francisco 49 We'll be talking about the Niners. Okay, I'm just saying, I, I, I receive information from the Detroit Lions on the road yeah. Yeah. against... No in the same stadium, did the same things that y'all did, squeaked out a win. I received that information. That was a good win for Detroit. Yeah, it was a great win for y'all. Y'all was celebrating in the stadium and so far like y'all had just clinched the NFC Championship game. Like we have video evidence of you if I wanted to go there. But I'm not going to go there. All I'm saying is when you look at the quality of opponents that you have beaten up on, there's something to be said for that. Yes, it's not college football, Skip. You're 100% right. But it's something to be said for a lack of opponent that you have beaten up on. The teams that have beaten you are two teams that everybody got fighting for the conference Mm -hmm. in the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. You have yet to beat one of those quality top four or five opponents. So I want y'all to slow y'all asses down Mm -hmm. and stop just, oh God, C.D. Lamb. Nobody said C.D. Lamb wasn't good. No one ever said that. Time out. Somebody sitting across from you said there was something missing from Zach. There there was something missing. Three weeks ago. There was something missing. And they decided to move him around. They decided to move him around and allow him to start getting the touches, much like Michael said, to keep him involved. I've given you that. Okay. But, hey, here's what I am going to say. Uh-oh. As you said, sure. you got five victories. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be Carolina. I think you will. Might? You, you might. You might beat them. Yeah. Anything can happen. Ain't that what y'all say? Is any yeah. given say? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what y'all and always say? Ain't that incredible? Now, now, when it's profitable to you, you grab it and use it. Yeah. But when it is not profitable to you, Correct. you dispense it. How like is it not started. profitable when to you? When you say, oh, the Cowboys, they're playing nobody, you dispense it. And, and now all of a sudden, it, so you, so, so you Sunday. think? So, so you now, think, now anybody when we beat them, they nobody. But anybody can beat us. So Mike, come on, so man. So Michael Irvin, listen. Let me ask you a serious question: As a Hall of Fame wide receiver, with eleven thousand career catches, seventy touchdowns, three Super Bowl rings. I can go on and on about your bio. Okay. In the end, do you think for one second? That the Washington Commanders secondary is what you've seen from the Giants no. or Seattle's defense? I'm just asking you as a guy who lined up, leaned forward with that right. 88 on with them right. big old white gloves. Let me tell you what I, I just want to know. I see what, what I see is a team that I like chasing. I want them chasing. Okay. 
I don't, I, I, I'd rather you not tell Dak he's in the MVP race. I'd rather hear Michael Parsons tell everybody how you're not giving him, they're giving Dak the respect that they deserve. So, so I want to keep, I want you to keep saying that they may I'm lose to Carolina. Him Say that they may lose to Seattle. I don't want you to call them better than Philadelphia until they beat Philadelphia. Leave oh, that no. carrot out front. I'm Leave not. it out front. So, 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 then I, we're not, I'm not trying to raise them up and put them as the best, but I am trying to recognize what is happening and discuss it here I, I, like I, we I are doing. The, I started the first question off answering it about recognizing right. and giving them they love. Right, 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 so what right, you right. talking about, Michael? Right, right, I'm just saying, mm. I, I did that. You ain't but right. I'm also, but I'm Skip. also Skip. Skip, he's I'm not, not he, he's be... not giving people their love. And <laughs> you're, you're not, if you keep saying, well, you, you did good against nobody. Because you y'all very, making that's it not seem the, like, you and Skip are making it seem like y'all just torched the 85 damn bears. I want y'all to stop. Say that. This is what, <laughs> no, you didn't say it, <laughs> but you alluded to it. This is why people don't like the Cowboys, because stupid stuff like that that y'all say. That's all I'm saying, Skip. Okay, but the Giants were a playoff team last year, and the Giants yeah. did win a playoff game, yeah. and we went up there and left them for dead in the opener 40 to nothing at their place. Man, that was about Maybe 80 weeks ago. Man, stop it. It's just hard that to do. That was about 80 okay, weeks ago. What's the oldest cliche in football? Division rival, division opponents. It's right. hard to win a division game. How many division games did you guys play in not, where you just, you, you team, just couldn't, no. you couldn't overcome it? You, this you team hung you, in and hung in. They had a quarterback that's like the cousin of something, Danny DeVito or something playing. Like, stop! <laughs> Played smaller than Danny DeVito. I Stop think. it! Okay, I, okay. I, I give you that, but you have to give me this. I sat over here and fought for C.D. Lambs week yeah. after week, and but, now yeah. I hear Greg Olson on the Fox telecast nationally say he is ascending into the ranks right. of Tyreek and A.J. Brown, the, one, right, the right, man right, you right, love right, for right, the right, right. Eagles. He's ascending into those ranks. Richard has said, we'll talk to Richard in a minute about this, but he, he said he's a fringy number one, and now he's risen into the ranks of top five. Is right. that fair to say? Top five? C.D. Lamb? I, I, I don't have C.D. Lamb in my top five receivers. I'm sorry. Mm. I just don't. Do you see that first catch that he made? The well, I'm not saying, look, look. Uh, you, you don't have me in your top five win. You, wait, wait, wait. Back up, back up. You don't have me in your top five right now. Over the last few weeks. No, I just don't. I just told you, we, you, you we, we, this is not some historicals. We're, we're going weekly. That's why we talk about information. So you don't have them in your top five, top ten don't. over the last three weeks? I just don't. Are you watching this? I'm watching everything. Watching I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not good. Michael, you're making it sound like because he's not in my top five, he, he's not good. That's not what I'm saying. He's just not top five. For me, if there's 10 people on the board and they say you need well, five of them, I'm not taking CD down. Well, well, you That's started. all I'm saying. That's okay. Well, you well, Okay. I don't, I don't mind you saying it, but it has to make sense. It has to make sense. You can't say, oh, that he's the best. He's playing the best the last three weeks, but I he still hadn't he ranked in your top for five in the last three weeks. Hey, who's, who's put up? Who's played better? I'm over not the last looking week? at the numbers. Okay, because if I took Devontae Adams and I slid him into that role that CD is playing against the Giants, okay, then what would his numbers look? I can't look at the numbers. I'm not saying CD's not good. All I'm saying for me, he's not my top five. Okay, all right, lay it on the line. I can't even get into that. Okay, Keyshawn, I have laid it on the line. I I say Dallas wins its next four games, including Philadelphia at home on December 10th on a Sunday night. No, they're not going to beat them. Okay, they're not? They're not going to beat Philadelphia. So I got got Dallas at 10-3. What do you got them losing a couple of these next four? 
You got uh, them losing so to four, Seattle. I got them beating Carolina. I don't know. Washington, they probably wind up beating them. Seattle, Philly, I, see, the, see, it gets tough for me. Once you get to Washington, that is different than okay, so, the Giants. Okay, so you got Washington beating Dallas, then Seattle no, no, beating no, Dallas. No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't, I, Seattle beat them. Philly beat, ooh, y'all, ooh. Y'all got to go to Buffalo, Miami. <laughs> I'm just Detroit. going through Philadelphia. I got them 10 and 3. I got them losing to Seattle and Philly. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I got them going 2 and 2 in the next four. You got them 8 and 5. 2 and 2 yeah, over right. the next four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 8 and 5. Okay. Uh, I'm on record 10 and 3. I think you're yeah, on record I, yeah, as yeah. 10 and 3. We stand we'll, by it. We'll get back to it. Continual growth. This continue will grow. Explosive. But up next, speaking of. Rookie explosives, Lord have mercy. C.J. Stroud? Yeah. MVP? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Not if he's going, not if he's key. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Man, C.J. Stroud did it again. This time in Cincinnati, completing two big late passes to ex-Dallas Cowboys to set up a walk-off field goal. Houston rose to 5-4 and four with this 30-27 win in Cincinnati as C.J. threw for 356 to Joe Burrow's 347. Keyshawn, how impressive was what C.J. Stroud pulled off this time? Very impressive. I mean, he he took care of business on the road in Cincinnati. He threw the ill-advised pick at the end and almost went for the pick six. And then, obviously, we we saw the Tyler Boyd drop pass, kick the field goal, but then they left him too much time on the clock. For a young rookie like this to engineer drive to set up the game-winning field goal, I mean, you talk about you talk about moments, Skip. This was Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or 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 uh, Deshaun Watson or any of these quarterbacks, Joe Burrow or, or Jalen Hurts. We would be screaming crazy, but because it's a rookie, 
We're like, eh, and it's Houston. We're still trying to figure out what Houston is sitting at five and four, even though they took care of business against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And now they sit right there in the number two spot and they still got to play Jacksonville. Here's what I would say about C.J. Stroud. I've been knowing C.J. Stroud since high school out here at Rancho Cucamonga. Yep. Uh, and so when I looked at him at, at Ohio State, he did everything. He did everything. They just didn't win a national title. When his chips was against him, he figured out how to get on top of those chips. Then you go and you look at the National Football League. Come draft time, there was all these rumors about his personality and who he really was and what he should be. And he wasn't a hard worker. But it didn't stop the Houston Texans from taking him at the second pick. Even though there's rumors, oh, they wanted Bryce Young. Well, they got C.J. Stroud. You don't think they're happy with this? <laughs> He's played at a level this season that has his name in the MVP conversation as we stands today, much like a Dak Prescott. Doesn't mean he's going to win it, mm. but to have a rookie's name in the conversation of MVP, Sharon, that mm. says a whole lot. Right. We can run down the statistics. We can talk about the touchdown and interception rate, mm. but let's just talk about his leadership for a minute. His leadership, the, the, the players around him. He's not out there throwing the bona fide Pro Bowl wide receivers. He's throwing the guys that he believes in and they're starting to believe in him. So I'm excited for him and D'Amico Ryans. I think he's just done a tremendous job in, in leading this team to where they're at. In Houston, they got a keeper in him. Mm. No question they got a keeper. And, and like you said, he's playing like a top five quarterback. You know, you can't just give him top five because there are established guys that have done it for a much longer time. So I, I never want to just throw guys like, hey, he's top five. He's not, you got to do it for a lot longer time. But he's in the games that he's had, he's only had nine games in his career. He's played like a top five quarterback and he's gotten better and better. And at the end of games, I think his team has the belief in him that he's going to get – if he has the ball in his hands, they're going to give him time, and he's going to go down and win that game. He's done it two weeks in a row. He went 75 yards against Tampa Bay when they needed to have it with 46 seconds left. They used their two timeouts early. He drove the ball down the field, hit Tank Dale for the game winner. He has Nico Collins with more yards this year in eight games than he's had in either of his previous two years. He has Tank Dale playing like a really good rookie receiver. He'll be on the all-rookie team. Yep. Dalton Schultz is a good, good weapon, but he's elevating those guys around him, and that's what an MVP candidate does. He not only plays well and plays elite, but he elevates those around him. Then you get to his stats. He's leading the league in yards per game. He would be leading the league in yards, period, if it wasn't for Sam Howell having an extra game. And Sam Howell is only 157 yards ahead of him. So when he gets to his 10th game, I would expect him to be leading the league in, in that category as well. But then you look at his touchdowns to interception ratio. Mm. He looks like the way Aaron Rodgers usually looks. He has 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. This is incredible for a rookie. And this is why this is a, this is a, a, a warning to all GMs, all owners, everybody out there. Don't believe the BS that you read before the draft because if you get too enamored with, oh, his score wasn't that high or, or his wonder lick and you don't get caught up in the tape and what the guy is and what the guy has been, then you miss out on an on a all-world generational talent who goes out there and show, proves that you should have picked him first. And I know Carolina is saying all the right things right now about Bryce Young, and they're not necessarily putting him in the best position to be successful. His offensive line isn't protecting him and things like that. But at the end of the day, you could not tell me right now that if you switch them, that Bryce Young would be doing the same thing C.J. Stroud is doing. Mm. And that's fair. That is fair. Okay, I'll be the first to admit, I only watched C.J. on television. I didn't break down any coach's tape when he was at Ohio State. 
I didn't see the consistent level of of this kind of play at Ohio State. I saw big time and then I saw some mediocre from him. It came and it went. You, you can make excuses for it because of things that went on in games, wh- whatever. But I just didn't see this. I'm not sure anybody saw this. I thought Bryce Young would be a little, but only a little better than CJ. So I went with Bryce Young as the first overall pick. And I'm going to stand by that because I still say he's going to have a very good NFL career. He does not have quite the weapons that even CJ has right now in Houston. And he definitely does not have the offensive line that CJ has in Houston. And for sure, he doesn't have Singletary running for 150 yards in Carolina because that that was a big thing yesterday to run for 150 on that Cincinnati defense. It's pretty good. And that opened up some things for CJ. But the point is, what is shocking me, he's not dinking and dunking. He is throwing the football all over the field. He, he's throwing it long. He's throwing it to the, to the sidelines. He's throwing – he is making every throw any big time. He's, he's doing at least as much as Patrick Mahomes is doing. He is throwing it deep. He's throwing it mid-range. He's throwing it with velocity. He's throwing it with touch. And he's doing it at the highest level at the most crucial moments of games – in the, the last second drives, if we could see the two throws, Dalton Schultz was a Dallas Cowboy, and he was a, a favorite of Dax. But when he, was, when he left, did, did I, did I said, we're, we're not going to be the same. No, I didn't say we're not going to be the same. And I think Jake Ferguson is pretty good, too. But look what he's doing with Dalton Schultz because he is the first third and six in the last-ditch drive. And it's zing to Dalton Schultz, and that was a huge play. And then Noah Brown was, was – you know, I was actually glad he was gone. And he, he's just the next throw is to Noah Brown. He struggled as a Dallas Cowboy. And look at him break two tackles. And then, okay, that, that was the play of the game right there that set them up. The, the point is, D'Amico Ryans, to me, is running away with coach of the year. They look well coached. They look like a real live pro football team. And they weren't very good last year, as we well know. And now, when they step on the field, they, they look legit to me. They play legit on defense. They're in the right places at the right times. And, yes, CJ's going to make some mistakes, but to, to me, he's on the way. Help me out here. Isn't he on the way to having the best rookie year of any quarterback in the history of this league? I, yeah. I, okay, because RG3 was really good. I was a big fan of RG3s when we won the Heisman at Baylor. Obviously, he got hurt at the end of the year. But remember what Robert did. He stepped right in. He had the Shanahan's. That helped. And they reinvented their offense around what Robert could do best. But he won Offensive Rookie of the Year. And they took off and won the division. And they were in position. You weren't, you weren't there yet. No, no. The, the, the Seattle. Yeah, we beat them in the playoffs. Okay, but were you, were you, was that your? We beat them in the playoffs. Okay, <laughs> okay but, but you. Yeah, you were down. He had you down and before he got we hurt, were in, right? We were in Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he blew his knee and then Okay, Kirk then that came was the end of that. Okay, okay. So, but the, the point was, Robert had a great rookie year. I thought Dak Prescott had a great rookie year. Yeah, and now absolutely. as I as I look back on it, he, he did have Zeke just dominating the league, so that took some pressure off Dak. But this is we've never seen this before. And to your point, on degree of difficulty, if I had to award an MVP right now on degree of difficulty, Coming from nowhere as a rookie with a team that's sort of starting over under a new head coach, a young head coach, he, he should be the MVP right now. No Seriously. I mean, that, that's what he's 
I'm is, arguing. Yeah. I'm arguing on Twitter with 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 Jacksonville Jaguars fans because I'm Why? saying Trev, Trevor Lawrence because they want to say Trevor Lawrence is playing like a generational talent. I'm saying he's been a game manager, but then they want to argue that C.J. Stroud has because C.J. Stroud. They said C.J. Stroud has better weapons when nobody and, and nobody anywhere could have named his wep weapons <laughs> before he made these guys what they are. Nico Collins had never had over better, 500 yards in a season. Than Jacksonville? Yeah, that's what they're trying to say. I'm saying, what are we yeah, doing? You should have called me, Sherm. I could have told you to stop that conversation <laughs> immediately. But when you look at C.J. Stroud, it's going to be very difficult for him to win the MVP, even if they won the division, sure. well, because the people that vote on these things, they're not going to respect a rookie at this level. I mean, no. he's got to go on and throw for 5,500 yards no and 45 touchdowns mm -hmm. for him to be and, able and to they, get they would MVP. almost have to win out because they're yeah. five and four. Absolutely. So, right? Absolutely. Okay. And, and really make some noise in the AFC to that point because they're just not going to give it to him. Yeah. Is it is it well-deserved? Will it be well-deserved? I'm sure if he continues. You mentioned the fact that, yeah, he's going to make some mistakes. Well, he hasn't made a whole lot of them, Skip, right. Yeah. right? I mean, the one yesterday, he'll learn from that because that's a long throw from one half yeah. across the it field, was. and I don't think he realized yeah. how long that throw was because yeah. the velocity of the football we have that, started so, to yeah. die on him, and the guy was yeah. able – and it was inside – not yeah. outside, so he was able to step right in yeah. and pick it and go the other way. I wouldn't have been throwing in this situation either, yeah, though. I agree. There's no way I'm throwing in that situation. Okay. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a tough throw. His receiver kind of had a step, but his angle that he was at, there was no that way angle. for him to make make that. The corner may undercut it. It was perfect. Okay, and just to be objective, he did lose two fumbles yesterday. He lost yesterday. two fumbles, yep. yes. We could quickly see the. this is still the interception. Yeah, that's just. It's just a bad idea. But here's the first fumble. He just lost the snap. Okay, that happens. And then here's that's the slow mo. This, okay. And then this is a strip sack up in the air, and that was ruled a fumble. Okay, so is that going to happen to rookie? Yes, it will. But in the end, he he completely and utterly outplayed Joe Burrow in the fourth quarter. And I got to say, I've been watching Joe Burrow pretty closely He's for a long playing. time. He has been playing, but I think it was the worst fourth quarter I've ever seen Joe Burrow play because he threw two picks and his QBR sank just for the fourth quarter to eight, that scale of zero to 100, while the young man on the other side had a QBR of 78 in the fourth quarter. So he just completely outplayed a guy that I've made a case for being the best quarterback, the closest thing to Tom Brady in pro football. So it did come down to one throw, and finally Joe sucked it up and said, I got to wipe the slate clean, and he throws it to Tyler Boyd. If we could see it one more time, I'm sure we've been showing it, but it's third and ten. This is a third and ten throw, and I, I don't know what happens. You, you, he almost threw it too, too, well, you know, too perfectly. He just hit him right in the sweetest spot. Help me out, Keyshawn. What, what goes through your mind? It, it just – it's it's so catchable that it's too catchable and yeah I think that that sometimes guys get in these situations and they don't really know if they should catch it with their hands protect yeah. their body because yeah. he's in the air if somebody around they're gonna hit him but then all of a sudden he just drop I feel bad for Tyler Boyd especially since they lost the game yeah. you just don't ever want to see a guy put in that position. But he's guy. He's a professional. I mean, you, you want to see guys like that catch position because they the football. You got to catch that. But he's got to catch. He knows that. 
I think you got to give credit to Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator uh, for the Houston Texans, because when a young kid struggles, everybody looks at the offensive coordinator and say, you don't put him in position to be successful. Yeah. It's the offensive coordinator. It's the offensive coordinator. So you got to give him credit when it's due. D'Amico Ryans has this entire team playing inspired football. They're playing like they believe in this head coach. They were supposed to be a few years away, a lot of talent away from competing in this division, competing in this league, and they're doing it right now. Every week, you're supposed to be like, oh, the Houston Texans, this is kind of a, we, we should have a win right here. Yeah. That's not how you're feeling right now. If C.J. Stroud is in that game, they got, they got a good chance to win. Thanks. Who's the better, big question though, who's the better football team in Texas? <laughs> well, I mean, it's to be debated. <laughs> Stop it. Is it yep. the Longhorns? Yeah, is it right. the Cowboys? Is it the Longhorns? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Texas Tech this week, right? Because they beat Kansas. Look, the, the point is, with C.J. Stroud, Baker Mayfield had one of the great last-ditch drives of his career last week. And C.J. on the sideline said, hey, we, we got this. We got this. And I think he said it was such convincing confidence that the huddle's like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I think, I think we're going to, we're going to, and yesterday, Joe Burrow, the TJ, uh, I mean, um, uh, Tyler Boyd drops the, the throw in the end zone, which would have given him a four point lead. Yeah. I, I don't know if, I don't know if the Texans could overcome the four point, but three. Yeah. Okay. So now here we go. And you know what happened? He, he just said, we, we got this. And he looks so serenely confident in, but he did this in, in, in he did this was it Georgia yeah, that he, he played against the, he, he his, was good. Yeah, his last yeah, game in college against yeah. Georgia. He looked he right. looked apart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now you can save twenty dollars on the steel MS162 or MS170 chainsaw. Real Steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Man, Steve Wilkes moving down to the sideline <laughs> sure seemed to cure what had been ailing the 49ers the last three games as they smothered the Jags in Jacksonville 34-3. 49ers had 437 yards to only 221 for Trevor Lawrence and company, who, of course, had won five straight and were also coming off a bye. Very impressive. So, Richard, did the 49ers just return to being clearly the best team in the NFC? Yes, Skip, they did. They did. They, they cured the things that were ailing them for the last three weeks. Um, they're playing better defensively. They're getting pressure on a the quarterback. They're going back to the basics. Fred Warner with the interception. Talanoa Hufanga with the interception. The, the D-line is getting pressure. Chase Young comes in and adds a whole different element. Somebody other than Nicholas John Bosa is getting chipped for a change. And then that opens up the lanes for Javon Hargraves and Eric Armstead to go and do their work. Randy Gregory got some pressure on the quarterback. So it's really fun to see. Charvarius Ward got some PBUs, looked really good. When there's pressure on the quarterback, it, everything different. Everything looks better. Um, they held a team that was on a five-game winning streak to three points at home. It's an East Coast time zone trip, which West Coast teams always struggle with. It's a 10 a.m. start, which West Coast teams always struggle with. But we're coming off a bye, and to score 34 points offensively, Brock Purdy, three touchdowns, 296 yards. Skip, I don't even have to look at the notes. I know what it looks like when, when the San Francisco 49ers are on. 16 rushes for Christian McCaffrey yep. for 95 yards. 
Also had a couple grabs for about 47 yards. They were doing it, and they were trying their best to get him in the end zone at the end of the game. Could have been 41 points if they just would have tried to score instead of trying to get Christian to score. But they, he deserved that chance, and, and Kyle tried to get it for him. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I think they're going to lock the booth up and not let, not let uh, Wilkes back in yeah. that booth uh, for the rest of the year. I think they're going to lock the door and hide the key. Yeah, I, I would say you, your question is, are they back at the top? Mm-hmm. I would say clearly they're headed in that direction. Mm. Okay, this is one game, obviously, and Steve Wilkes is on the sideline, and like Richard just said, probably is not going back upstairs. So that spells bad news for a lot of teams in the NFC, whether it's the regular season or into the playoffs, teams that they've beaten in the past, teams that they got to see in the future. And with him standing on the sideline, the communication is there. It just seems like defensively. They were there playing hard nose lights out, all 11 hats to the football on every single down. There was guys just grabbing for the ball. They was just creating havoc. And I think when, you, when, you, when you look at the additions of Gregory, the additions of Chase, we sat up here a week ago when they got Chase and it was kind of like, oh, whatever, blah, 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 Washington. Not me and Richard. We didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. There's other people within this building mm-hmm. that felt that way. Sitting at this table. Well, I'm not going to say any <laughs> names. They certainly know who they are. Mm-hmm. And as we tried to educate you on, Skip, uh, to let you know that, hey, Chase Young, along with Bosa, along mm-hmm. with Steve Wills coming on the sideline, communication, I need you to do it this way, opposed to picking up the phone and saying, hey, I need you to do it this way. Mm-hmm. I can walk to you on three and out and go to the sideline and say, hey, next time we're out on the field, I want you to, to hug the guy here so he can slip past you there. It's all of those sort of things that Kyle Shanahan wanted to implement on this defensive side of the ball, mm. something that, he, that he's had in the past with Salah, something mm. he's had in the past with D'Amico Ryans. Now you see it. Mm. It's coming full circle with them. I like them, but I still got the Eagles, uh, uh, just a tough Detroit team, then I got the Niners, and then I'm splitting it between the Cowboys and the Seahawks for that last top four or five spot. That's kind of the way. Excuse me? You, you're fence riding on the last two? You, you want no, to put no, Dallas ahead of Seattle? I'm just going to split it like. Okay. Well, I think Seattle, when I look at it, they got better quality of wins than the Cowboys uh-huh. to me. Right. To me, they're about to get stuck you know, in the big just L a couple, Dallas, just a couple. That's a couple. I mean, yeah. just a couple. You give me a quality cowboy win, and I, I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd be a first. But if, but if it makes you happy, Skip, yeah. I can put the Cowboys in front. If it just makes you happy, but they're yeah. not going in front of the Niners. Yeah. They're not going in front of Detroit. Yeah. And we know good and well they ain't going in front of the Eagles. Good and well. The Cowboys will beat the Eagles. In Dallas. <laughs> they're, they're going to beat them. I'll bet you both a dinner on it right now. I already we, told you I'll bet you that. We already okay. did that. I don't have no did problem we betting you on that. And we Richard did. and I also have a dinner on Seattle mm-hmm. at Dallas. Mm-hmm. At Dallas. We have won 12 straight games. 12 straight games. I don't know how we did it. it By an average score of 38 to I sure wish. I don't know. Now that you Got keep pushing ring. that 12 yeah. out, I'm yeah. going to go look at them opponents now. Okay. I, I, want my, I want Nick, my producer, to find it's, out those 12 opponents. Hard. It's hard to average 38 points a game for 12 straight wins at home. It's just hard. But When you're playing the Giants team. every year? I, yeah. I'm gonna, by the way, Richard, you did refer to San Francisco as we, so now you're a I, I thought you were a Seahawk, but you're a 49 I'm going to let you know something. There's, bank, there's some money in my bank account that came from San Francisco oh, that ain't never going to leave. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Touche. All right. I give you everything you just raved about. 
because I watched this game very carefully yesterday, and I was in awe of how ready the 49ers were to play from jump. They were much readier to play than the home team was because it's hard to play there. Dallas lost there in overtime a couple of years back. They're pretty good there, and they can come back on you there, as the Chargers found out in the postseason. And it did not happen yesterday. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. The 49ers poured it on. The 49ers made a statement yesterday. We're here. We're back. And, yeah, we had a three-game little skid there, but we got it back together in our bye week. So I'm going to give you all of that. It's a little skid. Now, here we go. Just a little skid. And yet... There was one play in this game that gave me hope because mm-hmm. my, my wildest, fondest dream is that Dallas will get revenge on San Francisco in the postseason. It's going to be a dream. And, yep. And here we go. It's the first touchdown thrown by Brock Purdy. And I'm saying, what? Because I soon tweeted that he's throwing that he tried to throw a jump ball to Kittle. Like, it's, this is desperate. He tries to go Brett Favre. I'm just going to throw it up for grabs, hope Kittle can go up and get it. And he airmails Kittle, and guess what? Look what Ayuk found. Mm-hmm. He found a football right in his breadbasket. Are we sure oh. he wasn't throwing oh. to Ayuk? No. Or we just want to say it's Kittle I, the, because just, Kittle was in front. That just, ball was mighty high for it to yeah. go to Kittle when the that, guy behind his, him caught it clean. in his chest. receiver, and he threw it up for Kittle, and look what I found. Uh, what I think I you found. reach in there, Skip, but okay. I'm going to let you well, reach. Guess what? His coach said it was probably the worst decision that he has made. He said one of. One yeah. of the worst decisions mm-hmm. he's made yeah. as the starter of the 49 Absolutely. And it was a really, really bad idea that he got away with. Now, am I trying to make the case that Jacksonville would have won the game if that ball gets picked? No, but it would have taken a lot longer. You're trying to make the case that the Dallas Cowboys, when they see them, at Candles, why do I keep yeah. calling it Candles? Well, because you're that where you play. <laughs> that, that's, Levi that's Stadium, right? Yeah, when they see him at Levi Stadium, you trying to make the case that that'll be intercepted yes. by the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. That's what you're trying to do. Well, you got to go I'm there to trying, play. I am. You Skip. do understand Skip. you got to go there to play. Skip. Y'all not going to win the division. Okay, we're, we're about to rip case. off a bunch of wins, and who knows, maybe that's, San Francisco will teeter a little bit here and there. That's a case That's a case. I would be, be willing to accept, Key. Okay. If I had not seen the reality of the game between the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco, for if, if I would, I would be under a different impression. Had the reality, I could, I could be one to dream that and to see the scenario and maybe empathize and sympathize if I had not seen the reality of the nightmare that it was on Sunday night football Wait, when the San Francisco 49ers played the Dallas Cowboys. history. Skip, ancient you talk history. about two years ago when the Dallas Cowboys lost game. Ago. That was weeks ago, Skip. Uh, and that, that, So whenever they play a quality opponent, Skip, yeah. they leave with an L. That, that's so like far, the, that's you're the, right. That's so the kind Dallas Cowboys quality opponent, L. Dallas Cowboys bad opponent, win, blowout, skip. Yeah. Well, I know the Niners quality opponent, they're 3-0, which I would think you would say the Jags are a quality opponent. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. The Steelers are a quality opponent. Mm. Oh, really? Huh? 6-3, all Mike Tomlin does is win. I just heard you and Michael them sitting up here raving about it, but now he's just I I didn't rave. I didn't rave. Are the Dallas Cowboys a quality opponent, Skip? 
You mean for, the for Dallas other teams Co- to play? Are the Dallas Cowboys yeah. a quality well, opponent say it again. for the they're, 49ers? They are the most explosive team. That's in not what I asked you. Yeah, you go again. And I believe it's that a, my quarterback, who I don't yes trust in big no. games, I believe my quarterback will outplay Brock Purdy the next he time. He literally because, played him and didn't outplay him, Skip. Okay, he's played him, yeah. Twice, so that, that, all I can do twice. is deal with reality, okay. Skip. I'm not dealing with hypotheticals when reality so based is history, on, based on, history. Let me ask you this question, though. Based on what you've seen yesterday yeah. by the San Francisco 49ers yeah. on both sides of the ball, yeah. did that impress you enough to, to – or not impress you enough so that you believe that the Dallas Cowboys can walk into Levi yes. Stadium and walk away with a W? So you wasn't impressed with Trent Williams, who was hurt, came in, did his deal, yeah. Debo Samuel, I saw Christian it. McCaffrey, I saw Chase Young, huh. Bosa. Huh. Uh, uh, who am I going to make? Give me some names. Yeah, yeah, look, Javon Hargrave, you know, Funga, Warner, Fred like, Warner. Come on, Irv, I mean, come uh, on Skip. Were wait. you not impressed? C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Dak Prescott, I'm going to let you know something, Parsons. Skip. Skip. So let me ask Skip. you a question. All those no, people no, were cool. playing Woo. when they got blown out, Skip. No, that's good. That's good. That you, you got some players. Hmm. There's no question about yeah. it. Just give me a yes or no. Don't give me this long, blah, blah, weird yeah. this. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Yes or no. Yeah. Are the San Francisco 49ers defense better than the New York Giants defense? Well, sure. Uh, okay. Th- th- so, now, now okay. let me ask you a yes or no. Is the 49er defense better than the Dallas yes. defense? Yes. Yes. That's not no. even a question, not a hesitation, no. not even a yes. discussion. Not, be. not no, even a discussion. No, 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 no. Skip, 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 skip. What you're dealing in is yeah. a fantasy world. What we're skip. dealing in is, is factual, actual. Factual, actual. Your de- delusion is where you're at because what you're telling me is you watched Brock Purdy and, and Dak play head to head. And so while watching that, after watching that, yep. weeks later, you are telling me if they go head to head, you got Dak out playing him when you literally watched the game of them going head to head and that didn't happen. Question. Dak is, is in the MVP conversation, you, deservedly you, so. You, he is playing fantastic football you. right now. But in the games against quality opponents, he played well against Philly. Mm-hmm. You give him that. Play well. give him that. He yeah. played really well. He, he played Dak well. is playing well because you give he him made, no he made credit. one or two little mistakes. Right. But, look, okay. but when he played the San Francisco 49ers in a yeah. game that matters, he, he made a lot of mistakes. He made a lot of mistakes. Okay. And the defense made a lot of mistakes. Right. So You guys always tell me I'm too hard on Dak Prescott. So I ask you both, better quarterback in the biggest picture, Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy? Better okay, quarterback. So, but but uh, I, I like to answer with a yes or a no, no question about it. But I need context, though, because if I if Brock Purdy is a perfect for Kyle Shanahan in this situation mm. and they're going to be in a great situation because they're going to play at home, they're probably going to win the division and they're going to be at home for the playoff game where you're going to be on the road. You're either going to probably have to go to Philly or wind up going to San Francisco. One of the two is what's going to happen. Right. If you're saying is, is Dak Prescott a better quarterback than Brock Purdy? Mm. To me, he is but not against the San Francisco 49ers in oh. that defense. Oh. That's the so, so problem what, that you point, have. some point, just the what, odds catch up what, and you just figure it out. What, what, I, what I would say, about, the, yeah. the, the odds are forever in his favor. 
But what I would say is Brock Purdy is the perfect quarterback for the San Francisco yes, 49ers. Absolutely. And if, if I had a choice to play for the San Francisco 49ers between him and Dak, I'm taking Brock because Brock does what Kyle wants him to yes. do really well. Not everybody is built to throw in those close windows to process that the way it is. It's, that's why everybody doesn't succeed in these offenses. But for what Dallas wants Dak to do, Dallas is the perfect quarterback. You I wouldn't take Brock skip, and put wait, him in wait, Dallas. Wait, wait, and expect wait, wait, him wait a second. I just watched three straight San Francisco losses. They have three losses, and I was watching and Brock Purdy unravel each time. Well, he didn't and, unravel. And, and, he didn't unravel. Skip, Come on, skip. wild throw. Well, the dude against Cleveland led it. He, he didn't kick the damn field goal. The field goal kicker kicked it and missed it. Okay. He let him down there and put him in perfect situation with a walk-off and a dude shanked it. I, I That's not Kyle, on Brock I Purdy. I think Kyle Shanahan is horrified by three or four skip. throws against oh, Skip, uh, skip. what's crazy skip. is for as bad as you think Brock Purdy has been, he still has less interceptions than Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what you think uh, about him, he has less okay. interceptions than Brock. Dak threw three than Dak. against San Francisco. So uh, uh, right. Got me right there. Right. And, 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 and how many did Purdy throw against Dallas? Huh. Skip. Yeah. Dallas is supposed to be the great defense that yeah. gets all these turnovers. Deron Bland is a great player, and it gets turnover just about every week. Next he had time. none. Just remember I said this. Next time will be different. Yeah, just next remember, time they'll leave their starters in in the fourth quarter, in and, they, and they may really mudstump y'all because they'll leave their starters in. Dallas the way y'all just coming. beat the Giants and is the way they beat you. They took are, their starters are out. Are you sure? That they the, took their starters out. Are you sure if they meet in the playoffs, it's going to be in San Francisco? Not gonna, it might be in Dallas. It won't matter. They beat you in both places in the Playoffs. Well, it Richard, don't matter. Well, that's true, too. They did beat them in both places. They, they beat you in both places. That, that, that was ancient history. That, 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 those are the last, the last two times you got to the playoffs, they sent you home, whether you they were did. at home or away. So, history, now, mystery. It is about to be our turn. It well, is about I think, to be. I think, the 49ers, I think the 49ers are a better team, Skip. Yeah. I just do. Okay. Well, I, you can think that. Well, can think I think that. a lot of people think, think that. that. I think the Dallas Cowboys think that. That's why y'all was celebrating the way y'all were against the uh, Chargers, because if you'd have lost that Charger game, who knows which direction was going to celebrate. Michael celebrated. Oh, you, so you, Michael's you, not part of the Cowboys now? He's, he, no, we? He you said he was Cowboys. a we? He doesn't play for the Niners, but you, you claim okay. Richard was a we? Okay, but you're condemning, like, all of Dallas for, for Michael yeah. celebrating. Oh, we, so you didn't... You, we you, talking you, about you, the sideline, the Dallas' sideline after that game. You no, wasn't no, excited no, when they beat no, the Chargers, Skip? You, you, you didn't feel like... You didn't feel like the building I, was I, off your back? Yeah, I don't play for the team. That's not what I asked you. Okay. Did you? Were you excited? Well, sure. Why wouldn't oh, I be? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I was, you I was you answered it. Yesterday. You, you gave me exactly what yeah. I wanted. I, I told you we are on the way to 10 and 3.